Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fantastical fiction of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are Gabe, as Roy Arroyo and Declan McDonough's body. I'm a proud Aquabats fan. Uh, Declan, I mean, not Roy. Shut up. And Matt, as Rocky Arroyo in Jack Whiteside's body. Well, Tayshaw Foo. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? You guys uh, on on your LSD razor blades? I'm doing seven. <laughs> those are rookie numbers, man. You got to pump those numbers up. What did you just say to me? It's a copyrighted sentence. You're going to jail. Who are you, the copyright police? Yeah, I am. I got a new job. Oh, man, I'm going to podcast jail. I hear that's worse than normal jail. They just, like, tell you about murders the whole time you're there. Everybody constantly yapping, thinking that they have something totally unique to say, when in reality they're all saying the same thing. All right, let's fire up the resonator to check for any new letters from beyond. On Discord, Elderberry asks... How much co-op happens between the Keeper and the players between arcs? Do you guys do individual sessions to see where you want the character to be going? I don't talk to anybody unless I'm recording. I think that the players will... I mean, we'll talk to each other, but we don't really talk to Jeremy ever because, you know... It's Jeremy. That guy's... This is such a jerk. And for the most part, that's true. You guys do a lot more uh, coordination. Obviously, they're in a physical location where they can see each other quite a lot. I'm on the other side of the state, so I didn't, don't get to see them very often in person. But we also do whenever there is some sort of gap, whether that is a character that needs creation or someone just died, or perhaps there's been a life-changing event for the character. At that point, then we do at least meet up or trade emails or chat on Discord and try to fill in those gaps. And in between each of the chapters or arcs, we do sort of reassess. That's happened more frequently now because with Detox's thing and Dan Dan parting stage left and uh, Samantha parting stage right. And also, you know, when Gabe first came, came on to play Roy, we had to figure out transitional things there too. So to answer Elderberry's question, I don't think there's a whole lot that happens between the keeper and the players, but there is definitely some whatever is necessary to sort of glue together the previous arc to the upcoming one. And if you want a really neat inside look at that, you should bug Jeremy to let us finish the one shot we started when Gabe first came on. You remember that, Gabe? Yeah, yeah. That that was really funny. You should DM him about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe uh, at some point we'll, we'll go back and look at that. All right, it's time to thank those listeners who support us on patreon.com slash Lovecraft Apes. Bento boxes go out to our students at Miskatonic, including Bifford, Dom Driver, DW, Eric Sederberg, Hoser underscore 21, Jeffrey Young, Manda Makala, Milkamix, Rolling Boxcars, Snow, Tadashi Katsurin, and Oystein Bowler. Keys to the Faculty Lounge go out to our professors at Miskatonic, including Anthony Imes, Brittany Davis, Brownie Davis, Daniel Hissey, David Winterman, Davinia Von Zerovich, Eric Phillips, Eric Miles, Eric Zane, Frank Delventhal, Jefferson Bell, Jeremy Griffith, John Emray, Lobster Johnson, Malambra 57, Mitch L., Olda Pulkert, Quasic, Sebastian Lusansky, Sean, and Wouter Vermeyen. Strapping on their six shooters, our investigators of the unknown include Chris Parker, Elizabeth Grieve, Jeff Berry, Madeline Turnipseed, and Snecromancer. 
Dividing the coming apocalypse is our lone mystic of the occult, Jordy Rose. Actively trying to stir up trouble by reading the Necronomicon aloud are our cultists of the starry wisdom, Ravens in the Attic, and the Demir Lobotomist. And finally, appearing as a dim shape through the storm clouds, illuminated by heat lightning, scales glistening with torrential rain, is our beloved old one, Zack. And before we begin, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi folks, my name's Dr. Doctor, and welcome to the inadvertisement for my podcast, The Doctor is In. With my unending expertise and with a rotating panel of medical experts, we here at the Dr. Scene are all about helping you, the people, solve your unknown medical mysteries through nothing but the vague, not at all medically helpful or relevant descriptions you give us over the course of a single phone call. Good news, folks. The next season of The Doctor is In has been upgraded. Through an ongoing partnership with the lovely HW Industries, the Doctor is in now has full access to WebDM, the world's first and only online database of medicine that anyone can use and understand to help up our diagnosis game. Got a bad case of the night sweats from an impending sense of dread, doom, and death? Sorry, buddy. Looks like that might be cancer. Can't shake that migraine that's chasing you all over the office? Looks like you might have AIDS. Feeling tired after having a long night's sleep and dreaming of a far-off land where puny humans are hunted for food and sport by oversized monsters, the likeness of which you can't speak of for fear of becoming crazy? Oh boy, hate to say it, but you got some cancer there, son. Can't seem to sleep at all? Well, there are those pesky aids. <laughs> Do you just keep going through the motions of your day, void of any joy or verve, because you can't shake the feeling that something is following you everywhere you go? Tracking your movements, taking note of every thought that passes through your almost empty mind, implanting foreign thoughts, ideas, and emotions that are not your own, forcing you to be happy and consume? Well, that's just the secret world government doing its job. <laughs> Hail Satan. Anyways, just a reminder that you can find me and all of my friends dishing out the latest and greatest in medical diagnosis, fun doctor trivia, and the latest health gossip here on The Doctor Is In. New episodes whenever I feel like it, or when the secret world government orders me to put one together. Bye now. And we're back. That was the exact product that I re- need, want, need, wanted. Gabe totally need, want, need... Need wanted that exact product. It's weird. Ooh, that product and their service gives me the willies. I tells you, if I brought that home to the missus, forget about it. She'd have the jimmy legs all night long. You feel? I'd wake up in the morning to a horse head in the matrimonial boudoir. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, hey, I like horse flesh as much as the next guy, but for breakfast? No, thank you. I'm strictly an eggs and toast and star spawn kind of guy. And coffee? Black as the void, my friend. Black as the void. Ooh. I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, I didn't get the product. That's what I meant. I didn't buy it. It wasn't for sale. Ever. Oh, no. It simultaneously is and isn't for sale. It's called Schrodinger's List. Products are simultaneously for sale and not for sale at the same time. Now, dear investigators, we continue. Chapter 9, Leapfrog. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Just when it seems there is no escape from the shambling hordes, a rift in reality occurs, and the Arroyo brothers find themselves not on an abandoned ghost ship, but on a movie set in Los Angeles, where they are the stars of the film? 
Reeling from the illusion, they interact with their director, Sheldon Smithy, who informs them that they have a very important dinner meeting with a producer. Fans chase their limo, but they manage to escape for fast food before arriving at their hotel. Ever suspicious, the duo try to find evidence that there is something sinister going on, though they come up empty. Rocky and Roy finally accept their newfound Hollywood elite status, joining Sheldon for drinks before sitting down with the producer, who is actually assistant director Akeley. He informs them this is all a dream, though before they are transported back to the ship, he does impart vital clues about what happened back on Tristan da Cunha. Roy, it's deja vu all over again. You're back in the engine room of the ghost ship, handcuffed with your hands behind your back to that same damn pylon. Strangely, you feel as though you're finally getting the hang of Declan's body. Kind of like riding a bike, actually. You squint into the dimness, the red glow of the emergency lighting giving everything a bloody shine. If you lean forward just a little, you can see the engineer's desk with the blinking green lights. There's the coffee cup, but it's already tipped over, and you can see that the key is missing where it had been stuck before. Beneath is Declan's messenger bag. Suddenly, an ominous pounding resonates within the metallic room. It sounds as though it is coming from behind the hatch door about 50 feet in front of you. How, what's the visibility like? It's very low. It's the same as it was last time. You can see that there's red emergency lighting. Can I roll strength to just try and rip the handcuffs in half? Sure, go ahead. I need a 50. I got a 38. That's a strength success. They do not give any indication of breaking. Darn. All right, I'll sort of yell, see if there's anyone around that will respond. Rocky, you're sitting on the lower bunk staring in dazed wonderment as a white rabbit leaps from the desk and scurries out of the cabin through the hatch door. You can almost hear Akeley's ghostly voice. Follow the white rabbit. God? God, Akeley, I'd do anything for you. Are you there, Akeley? It's me, Fiona. I'm gonna stand up for a second, kind of shake my head to clear it. Uh, white rabbit, follow the white. What am I, a character in a Lewis Carroll novel? This is absurd. I don't do these things. And I'm going to kind of mutter to myself as I walk over to the locker, open it up and grab Jack's bag, because I know it's there from the last time I was here. It is. So I'm going to uh, grab the bag and I'm going to head out the door into the corridor to try and see where he went. The hallway, uh, there's about a quarter inch of water sloshing around on the floor, and uh, there's no sign of the rabbit. Uh, I'm not some sort of animal wrangler. What is this, a zoo? This does not look like a zoo to me. I don't have time for these things. How long I work to get out of the goddamn mill room. I'm going to walk down the hallway, and I'm going to head down the stairs towards the engine room, because... I know that Roy is still down there, and he's probably handcuffed to the same thing he was last time we tried this. And as you pass by the engine room casing door, you can hear Roy yelling. Head into the engine casing and down the ladder to find him. Ridiculous. They don't even know who I am. You know how I've worked so hard for this, and here I am, on a stupid ship all over again, trying to get... What are you... Oh, there you are! And, Rocky, there is uh, appears to be some something banging on the door. Will you keep it down over there? There's a slight pause. Anybody else on this ship that can help me? Look back and forth at Roy in the door. Quiet. 
I'm going to walk over to the engineer's desk and look for the key under the coffee cup. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden. Oh, I needed a 60 and I rolled a 78. That's failure. Nope. There doesn't appear to be anything on the coffee cup. You don't see anything with the key. You do see status lights are all blinking green. And beneath the engineer's station is Declan's messenger bag. Hey, hey, hey. In the bag, there's a lockpick kit. All right. We're going to open up Declan's bag and dig out the lockpick kit. And uh, you also see the handcuff keys. Oh, that, that makes things slightly easier, I guess. As well as the ring of keys that he found previously that opens any door. So it looks like last time we quick saved, remembered our inventory. <laughs> exactly. To do, oh, there it is. Tell you something. You Here's your lockpicks. You have fun. I'm going to go check out that door real quickly. And I'm just going to kind of walk back towards the door and stick my ear to it and see if there's still a noise coming from the other side. Absolutely. If anything, the banging is becoming louder and louder. You can tell that the hatch is quite secure at this point. But it does appear that the bar that is keeping it closed, and it is a simple bar, is beginning to bend. And as you press your ear to the banging door hatch, you hear... The other Ooh, side. Spawn point. How lovely. You hear. Bruh. Bruh. Oh, God. They're frat zombies. It's even worse than a normal zombie. Night of the bros. Going to a drive in near you. Oh, I'm going to turn around. You know what? I lied. We don't have time for this. And I'm just going to walk over and use the keys from the bag to unlock the handcuffs. And uh, you're free, right? I'll do like the like a little wrist twist. Like, ah. Ah, I'm free. Yes, yes, that's all good and lovely. Now, come, we have things to... Ah! We have, we have things to do. There's, there's, uh, the rabbit is on the ship somewhere, and if my memory serves, it's our ticket out of here. And I'm just gonna turn and head towards the ladder to start climbing back up. And I'll follow. So you guys are, uh, in the engine casing room on the catwalk, looking down, and just as you make the catwalk... And I do my little turn on the catwalk. You hear... A metallic clang, and below you can see the hatch open, and dark, shadowy figures flood into the engine room. Ooh, it's a speed run. How delightful. What did you do? Come quickly. We have a rabbit to find. And I'm going to kind of, like, push him out of the engine room, and then I'm going to step out, and I'm going to close that hatch and... If there's, like, one of those boat twisty lock handles on it, I'm going to lock that. I'm going to take a quick look around. Do I have... Because I saw the rabbit come out of the room that I was in. Is there anything in the general area we're in that kind of gives me a hint as to where it's going? That sounds like a roll to me. What would that be? Track. You sure? I, I, I really think it's a firearms handgun. You roll. got this. I'm going to shoot and the bullet's going to follow the rabbit for me. I needed a 10 and I got a 42. That's that's clearly a success at failing, as Brian likes to say. What are you doing there? Uh, the, the rabbit that we're looking for came out of my room and went around the corner, and I'm not quite sure where else it got to, but we need to find it. It's our ticket out of here. Well, why are you looking for it like that? You're supposed to be looking for it like this. And I needed a 10, and I got a 28, which is a fail. I Never mind, I can't find it. So, yeah, you, you both sort of lean down, inspecting the waterlogged hallway floor and just can't find any track of it at this point well, we need to get moving because clearly our reanimated friends are a little eager to meet us and that rabbit might be our only way out of here and i don't know about you but i'm not too keen on doing this all over again time loops are a pain in the ass wait do you think if we die it'll start over again i don't know but i don't want to find out either i mean i guess we can go unlimited waffles that's all i'm saying 
Where are you getting waffles from? Never mind. I hop. I how. So I guess at this point, I'm just going to take the stairs up a floor. So you are now currently on the main deck, and you're in a hallway. The stairs do continue up into uh, the upper deck where the office quarters are and all that. So clearly that rabbit's meant to show us something important. And last time we were here, I found some useful information in the uh, the chart room up on the bridge. Uh, so maybe I could try looking there. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to the chart room up on the bridge. You should probably go check the captain's quarters again. Just, you know, keep an eye out for that rabbit. And if you find it, yell or something. Okay, George. Then I'll go up to the captain's quarters. I'm going up. I'll use these stairs. Yeah, because I used these stairs earlier. You're going to head to the captain's quarters, and what's your goal here? Find something that has changed. And we're also both keeping an eye out for that darn rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Details, details. That darn rabbit coming to CBS this fall. I'm heading the way I went the first time, so I'm going up the stairs that are currently to my west. And then I'm going to peek out onto the deck here and see if that guy is still at the railing or not, first of all. Why don't each of you go ahead and give me a stealth roll, please? Uh-oh. Oh, this is going to go well. Shall you fail first, or shall I? Uh, I need a 60. I got a 56. That's a success. I needed a 30. I rolled a 96. That's a fumble. Roy, you easily walk down the hallway on the main deck, and you don't hear or see anything. Um, all of the cabins that you pass, their hatches are closed. Uh, you walk straight up where you know that previously there had been the shambling undead coming up those same stairs behind Rocky earlier, and you go straight into the captain's quarters. Unfortunately, Rocky, you're not so lucky. You walk out and manage to attain that little covered section up the stairs and go to peek out the door and roll D4 for me, please. And you drop a bunch of plates and they crash all over the place. I rolled a three. So you don't see a one-armed man out there. You see three one-armed men of the shambling horde. Oh my. And they're basically just forming a line right there. And as you creak open the hatch, they immediately notice you and begin converging on you. Bugger. Gonna close that hatch door and go out the other side and hope they're not intelligent zombies. So, Roy, uh, the captain's quarters looks pretty much as you left it, actually. It's, it looks as if you had just ransacked it. There's nothing uh, new in there for you to find. Hooray. I'm glad I wasted a good stealth roll on that. Head back out. And then down back the stairs to where we came from, hoping that big brain stealth guy over there is smart enough to regroup there when he's done. Go ahead and give me another stealth roll, please. I needed a 60. I got an 18. That's a hard success. Nice. Yeah, you uh, easily step down the stairs. Don't really hear anything. He just crawls under his cardboard box and waits for the red exclamation mark over the zombies to go away so he knows he's safe. Exactly. Uh, Rocky. Where are you headed, buddy? Uh, so we went out that south exit. I'm heading east along the deck to the stairs that are going to take me up and then through the door of the bridge and into the chart room. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Well, we all know how well this is going to go. I don't know why you keep doing this to me. Hey, I needed a 30. I rolled a 13, which is a hard success. You see the chart room is exactly the way you left it, and uh, I don't think there's anything else in there. Hmm. Roy. You know what a time like this calls for? A Schemslager? Well, yeah. Looting all the rooms I didn't loot in the first time around. <laughs> nice. I'll start with this door here. 
that's right in front of me when I come out down the steps. You see this is just a short hallway with a staircase that leads down. Uh, you do see that there's a stretcher lift here. It's an automatic stretcher lift that will basically take it down to, according to your map, down to the hospital ward. I don't really want to go down. I'm going to continue into the next room and use the stairs to go up. I'm going to go ahead and have you roll for stealth. Ha ha. No, I didn't fail because I'm spending three points of luck. What's that take you down to? 31. Not quite Jack Whiteside levels, but you're so you So you, you come up those stairs onto the upper deck and you do hear a hatch creaking open. And it appears to be coming from this section right here. Ut bro spaghetti brio. I'll quickly duck into the hallway that I know the, the captain's quarters is in. And Rocky. Uh, so nothing's changed in the chart room, then. Mm-mm. Damn it. This is not going well. And take a second and make sure that the rabbit hasn't. See if I can't figure out if he's been in here yet, because I'm still, like, laser-focused on figuring out where that thing is, because su- supposedly it's our way out of here. And I don't care at all. You don't uh, see anything, any indication of a rabbit. Blast. And at this point, you're sort of kind of frantic about it, because you're sure there's got to be some little bit somewhere. Why else would Akeley have said that? I'm heading out the east door onto the, well, I guess, into this little room here, then north one door and down the stairs to where I went last time, where the captain's quarter was. And immediately you run into Roy, who is in this hallway, too. You find anything? You find anything? <sighs> no. It's just like I left it last time. So that's, that seems to be the strange thing. Some things here seem to reset, and yet others seem to have changed from the last time we were here. Yeah, the captain's quarters was the same also. That man told us to follow a white rabbit. Maybe he just wanted us to read Alice in Wonderland. Or he meant the band White Rabbit. We have to go on tour with them. So there has to be something around here somewhere. I mean, I saw an actual White Rabbit in the room that I was in, but it got away from me, and God knows where that thing is now, since neither of us can roll track worlds very well. We only tried once, so don't get down on yourself like that. I mean, if you want to give it another go, feel free. If I'd be allowed to, I would. Since I'm having you roll for stealth whenever you switch decks, how about you can check for track, too? So we we know that you've already failed on the survivor deck. I'll try it here, at least. Watch the master. Watch me find this rabbit right now. And I need a 10 and I got a 59, so I don't find the rabbit right now. No, nothing in this hallway. See, you're not looking the right way, okay? It's, it's, you have to, you have to get inside this animal's head, okay? Get ready? Pay, this is, this is how you do it, okay? I had training in this once upon a time. One time? Just uh, one yes. time? It was like one class, and I, I just had to deal with okay, it. I needed a 10, I rolled an 11, I'm spending one point of goddamn luck. Rocky, you're leaning down and examining the floor, and, and here it's not flooded. You do see around the corner of the stairs, right on the edge, leading down, just a tuft of white fur. Aha! I'm gonna walk over. Uh, I'm assuming you mean the stairs right here? Correct. I just went that way. Yeah, well, we're going that way again. Come on. And I'm going to head down the stairs back to the deck below. Do a stealth, please. Both of you. <laughs> I needed a 30. I rolled a 73. That's a failure. I needed a 60. I got a 95. Nice. Go ahead and each of you roll me a d4, please. Uh, I don't want Ha, I rolled a 1. I got a 2. That's almost the minimum number we could possibly get. Almost. You hear a footfall on the metallic stairs coming up the stairs that you just ascended. And down the hallway to the west, you see two more shapes slowly shambling towards you. And, Rocky, you see the track 
of the rabbit leads to that door where Roy was. I'm really good at tracking. I just don't care enough to pursue it. Oh, bother this way. And I'm just going to drag him into... I'll high five the zombie as we pass. And once he's in, I'm going to close that door and make sure it stays shut. And it indeed goes down the stairs, the track of the rabbit. You can see a few more sort of wet paw prints hopping down the stairs. I'm assuming those stairs kind of take us down to here. Yep. I'm going to take a nap. Night, night. And you see the rabbit tracks continue eastward. So it seems they're going this way. And I'm going to need each of you to do a stealth roll, please. Boom. Boom. Idiot. D4, please. Boom. I rolled a one. That is the least number of zombies I could have possibly had happen. Uh, Actually, no, I got the least number of zombies we could have possibly had happen. Technicalities. Imagine attracting any number of zombies. Could never be me. Except that one time that I did. So you hear a hatch creak open and a groan from somewhere behind you as you continue down this hallway. Do we still have the trail or are you going to make us track again? Are you going to keep going? Yeah, we'll keep following it. Uh, You can see that it goes to and ends at a hatch. Open the hatch, baby. It creaks open and you hear something plodding behind you, Roy. Close the door, Roy. I close the door. Roy, even though even though you entered in after me, so I don't, I, so I had to literally go behind you to close it. Laser focused on that rabbit trail, like just pachoo, you know, like, Pikachu. That's what your footsteps sound like. Yep, pachoo. And uh, Roy, this hatch that uh, you guys just came through uh, does have a bar on this side. I'll bar it. Woohoo! We're drinking tonight, boys. So we'll go ahead and uh, mark that as locked, and then I'll make a white Russian. Mission accomplished. You're not wrong. The tracks stop at what appears to be a small office. A large padlock secures the door to this room. On a small hook hangs a placard which states, Dr. Coney is in. Coney 2012. I'll shove Rocky to the floor and whip out the key ring that I found in the captain's quarters. And I'll open the door if I can. Yep, you find the key. It's like the fourth one you try. And it easily unlocks. The hatch opens into a small office, every square inch slathered in thick, fresh, dark blood with blobs of sundered guts. The ceiling drips with torn strips of skin. The walls ooze with gore. The floors are slick with bile, under which protrudes sharp bits of broken bone. A desk, now painted red-black, stands under the obscured window, upon which is the unmistakably screaming face of a man. I'm going to need each of you to roll sanity, please. Oof. I failed. I needed a 67. I rolled a 74. That is also a fail. And I will need each of you to roll d6, please. I rolled a 1. Ah, 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 ah. I rolled a 2. <laughs> All right, so you'll each take that amount of damage. As I see the blood and guts coating everything, I'll start uh, running all over it and using, like, my hands to try and spell words out in Portuguese now that I know how to speak Portuguese. Pulls out the dictionary, looks at it for a minute, scribbles a word. Pulls out the dictionary, looks at it for a minute, scribbles a word. In about 12 minutes here, he'll have a complete sentence. I'm just going to kind of gingerly step back out of the office. Is this door right here unlocked, the one to reception? You don't see a padlock or anything. Yeah, it's closed. Okay, cool. I'm going to throw that door open and vomit just on the other side. You open up the hatch, and of course there's a little reception desk and so forth. But unfortunately, you look to your left, and you also see that 
there's a window that looks into that same doctor's room and it's completely just slick with black blood and uh, an outline of the man's face what did you have to drink at that dinner uh gin and tonic that's what comes up oh it was perfectly good gin and tonic too what a waste you're not drunk anymore though that's how that works right yeah you just throw up and then you're no longer drunk but after retching for uh, a good 30 seconds you feel a bit better and a little bit shaken but still you're more recuperated more than roy has so far Uh, when roy goes insane he's not just being a baby and vomiting he's going insane gonna stand up and kind of you know straighten the suit jacket a bit composed walk back into the room and see if roy is recovered yet or if he's still scribbling stuff on the walls uh yeah he's still scribbling lovely i'm gonna walk up and slap him you snap too roy punch him in the face and i'm spending a point of luck (laughs) to make it happen and you get to fight back uh rocky if you want or ooh sure let's go for it (laughs) (laughs) i needed a 36 on my dodge i rolled a two that's extreme success So, Roy, you stand up startled that Rocky brought you out of this reverie. Your studies, man. Portuguese. Come on. You take a swing at him. He ducks very easily, grinning at you. And your feet slip in the bile. And you do a perfect pirouette and land on your back in the middle of the room. That was a good pirouette. Stand over him. I give that uh, 6.8. You really have to work on, you know, sticking the landing. And I'm going to head over to the desk. I'll pull out my gun and shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rocky, you head over to the desk, and you see several things sort of under all the goop. A pair of shattered reading glasses, what appears to be a human ear, some sort of vial. Looks like it's made of maybe crystal or some sort of stone that is also etched with uh, a bunch of sigils and two books stacked up. Grab the vial off the desk and kind of use the inside of the jacket I have to, to wipe it clean, to get all the nasties off of it so I can get a better look at what's on it. It appears to be a completely empty crystal vial. It is see-through, so it's um, transparent now that you've wiped all the blood off the exterior of it. It has little symbols. You don't really recognize them as anything, but they're just strange alien sigils on the, the entire surface of the outside of this vial. Interesting. I'm going to put it in the pocket of the jacket and I'm going to head over to where those books are, pull the, the top book off of the uh, the second one and set it down on the desk so I can see what the second cover says. It appears to be a very old book, a very thick book, bound in leather and emblazoned on the front. It says, in libro de speculus. Do you speak Latin by any chance or understand it? No. He's not in my skill set. You're not completely certain what it says, but uh, you do recognize it as probably Latin. Kind of lean up over the desk. Hey, Roy, you wouldn't have happened to have found a Latin to English dictionary in the captain's quarters, did you? No. Go back to the other book that I haven't opened yet. This is quite clearly a journal, and I'm going to share that with you. What language is it in? It's in English. Latin. That's stupid and weird. And why don't you go ahead and read that aloud for us. 25 October 1999. My plan has worked. I've managed to book passage on the old ship masquerading as a doctor. My fee was so low they didn't ask any questions. These simpletons will provide plenty of raw material to be shaped by Father Dagon's will. The speculum has been opened in the hospital. No one suspects a thing. Now to begin the ritual. 26 October 1999. It's ruined. I was in the middle of the summoning spell when a rogue wave hit us out of nowhere. The horror. One of the artifacts slipped into the speculum. I can see its reflection, even though it's no longer in the room. 
I am loath to touch the surface, lest I too disappear into that other realm. I might have a way to reverse the effects, though. It's very dangerous, so I'll confine myself to the office and attempt it at midnight, when most of the others are asleep. Before that, though, I'm going to stow my notes in a glass wine bottle and toss it overboard in case things go wrong. Hopefully, Dagon will guide it to the right hands. Well, it seemed whoever this Dr. Coney was, he wasn't actually a doctor. He worked for our friends over at the cult of Dagon. Falcone? Not not quite. Coney, like the island. Carmen Falcone? No, no. Like the, the the amusement park. What the hell is an island? Coney. I like the the amusement park and We're from Boston. There's, there's an amusement park called Coney Island. It's You mean like the restaurant? Yes. That's what I mean. What's a restaurant? So it says here that he was attempting some sort of ritual in the hospital. Well, let's go to the hospital then. Well that's kind of a problem because you do remember what's behind that locked door, don't you? Nope. And as soon as you Say that, you hear a banging sound. Uh, let's see, he was trying to summon something. Uh, says something about being hit by a wave, uh, an artifact slipping into a speculum. Uh, he doesn't want to touch anything because he doesn't want to disappear into some other realm. Uh, he was apparently in his office here attempting to reverse the effects of whatever happened, as clearly you can see around us, kind of motion to the room. He did not succeed. Uh, he did, however, say that he threw his notes in a glass wine bottle and tossed it overboard. So it looks like uh, referring to his notes are going to be out of the question. I think that the obvious thing to do is, because I'm really good at stealth, you open that door, and when that zombie comes in, I'll stealth kill him, and then we can sneak to the hospital ward. Yes, because that's never gone wrong before. I don't see you having any big brain ideas over there. I'm going to say, here, hold this, and I'm going to hand him the journal, and I'm going to go back to the other book, and despite not being able to read a Latin title, I'm going to open it up and check it out anyway. So you crack it open and begin looking at the frontispiece. It is clearly in indecipherable Latin. However... It does appear that some jackass has used a pencil to make notes in the margins, essentially translating it for you. Great investigator over here didn't even open the book. The frontispiece says, In libro de speculus, and underneath that in pencil someone has written, Book of Mirrors. And obviously this is going to be probably a nice library use to ascertain the gist of this very large, very ancient book. Well, if I must. I needed a 70, I rolled an 81. And what are you doing, Roy, while he's spending some time looking at this book? You know, I'm just taking a breather. I'm sat out on the floor. You're sitting out in the hallway? Yeah. Out of the gore? No, I'm sitting in it. I'm used to it now. (laughs) He's on the floor making blood angels. The banging is uh, becoming incessant on the door, and you start to hear a a bit of a metallic creak. I meant I was on the other side of the ship. So, Rocky, your intent in the book, and the banging sound just fades away, and you're quickly trying to make any of the connections between what this guy wrote in the margins to what could potentially be of use to you and suddenly out of the corner of your eye you see something move at the window it was me running away (laughs) it just gets smaller and smaller off into the distance and you can't but help yourself because you're right there at the desk look up to the window and you see that 
the doctor's face, there's an eyeball still intact in the socket, rotating ever so slightly in the muck, its pupils contracting, watching you. You realize that the doctor is still very much alive. I'm going to need you to roll sanity, please. I needed a 66. I rolled an 81. That's another failure. You will take one more point of sanity. I'm going to chuck the book at his face. There's a creepy thing moving on the wall. Whack. And uh, you hear a wet popping sound as the eyeball explodes against the back of the heavy bound book. And the face slides down the window. And you could swear that the edges of the mouth are turning up in a grin. (laughs) That was creepy. Gonna go and get the book back and make sure the face doesn't stick to it. It kind of does a little bit, yeah. Particularly now that there's some uh, ocular goo on the back of it. Gonna, like, arm's length hold the book out and try and, as quickly as I can, like, peel the face off and throw it so I'm touching it as little as possible. All right, yep, you fling it across the room and uh, it lands in a atop its own ribcage. I'm gonna take the book and step out. Uh, Roy, I'm not getting anything here. What do you think? And I'm gonna toss the book to him. Uh, crawling to the smarter brother once again. Suddenly the noise at the door stops. Okay, cool. I'll ignore it. So what'd you do here? Face on the window was looking at me, so I threw the book at it. Maybe you are an arroyo. Then I'll try and library use it and I'll fail. Would you like to no. push the no. roll or spin no, any no. luck? No, I don't care enough. I don't want to die over Latin. Can I just intimidate the book into giving <laughs> no, me its secrets? No. Can I psychology the book into telling me what's going on? Can I psychology Roy into pushing his role? I'll throw the book on the ground and wail that this is useless. Clearly we were led here for a reason, and these books have to have something to do with what's going on here. We just need to find a way to figure out what the hell they're saying. The answer is right here, and I can't get at it. Okay, so we know that he was doing something in the hospital thanks to his journal. If we can find a way around the zombies on the other side of the door. Don't you have a map, Roy? Maybe there's... Yeah, and I'll pull the map out and we can act like our characters are examining it as if we haven't been looking at it this whole time. I was thinking maybe there was some sort of way around things here. Well, the only way out is to murder that zombie in cold blood. Well, I do still have a gun. Question is, is shooting that thing just going to attract every single one of those fuckers that's on this ship right now? That's why I said we stealth kill it, but you don't trust me. What do you have that you could use to stealth kill it? Uh, Keys. You're not going to stealth kill here, and I'm going to give him the machete. All right. I'll stand in the office doorway. Rocky, you go, you get that door open, and you lead them out, and as they pass through the doorway i'll pack them if you think you can handle that all right we got this let's let's do it for some reason all right if you insist so i'm gonna head over to the the locked door i'm going to undo the bar and i'm going to kind of open the hatch quickly and step back just so nothing can like swipe at me through the door and uh the hatch opens up freely and there's nothing on the other side gonna kind of peek my head out just take a look just to make sure that they're not like right there no it appears uh it's empty it's an empty hallway come back around uh hey hey roy they're gone as he approaches the door i'll start swinging frantically (laughs) (laughs) no 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 they're gone the zombies are gone you don't need to hack that's exactly what a zombie would say i'm pretty sure a zombie would say brains or in our case brains look the zombies are gone let's make a bolt for the hospital while we can 
Okay, don't 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 mess this stealth up like you do every other time. Oh, I will. Trust me. Which hospital? There's like five of them. I'm assuming he means the actual hospital. He didn't say either of the wards. Okay, bro. We'll make we'll bolt for the hospital. So you go down the hallway, and as you pass the southern hallway, where you know the stairs go up where you came down previously, you hear a distant creak of a hatch closing and a groan that is lessening in volume as if it's moving away upstairs. Maybe there's someone else on the ship they found to munch. Bruh. PBR. The hatch to the room beyond has been fortified by a steel brace with an industrial-sized padlock meant to withstand any kind of brute force. Above the doorway is a sign that once read surgery, but has been scratched out and below it, etched into the metal surface in a rudimentary spiky script, is the word speculum. What language? Latin. Portuguese? French. French Portuguese? Pig Latin. I can figure that one out. I don't know what that means. Uh, what is what is it supposed to mean? I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, see if you have a key to this padlock on your your key ring there, Roy. I'll do that. And sure enough, it's the seventh key on the ring. There's a lot of keys on that ring. Enter. Inside the hospital chamber, there's a main operating table and several stations equipped with surgical instruments and monitoring devices. It all seems quite normal and in pristine condition. However, the entire far wall is a massive mirrored surface ringed with faintly glowing sigils. The air in here pulses with magnetic energy. Your reflection stares back at you, and something doesn't seem quite right about it, though you're hard-pressed to put your finger on it. The rabbit's just sitting there, and he's like, yo, I've been expecting you. So you're looking at the far mirror, and Rocky, you recognize these sigils that are glowing around the mirror. They match the ones that are on the vial that you have in your pocket. And Roy... You're looking at your reflection in the mirror, and it seems legit. That's, that's, uh, it's you. But you also see where Rocky should be. This massive shape of black goo that kind of looks a little bit like what Detox looked like way back when on Bloodsworth They're the same person! And Rocky, you also notice the same thing. You look perfectly normal. But Roy doesn't look like Roy anymore. It's a dripping, bubbling, massive goo, roughly humanoid shape. And I'm going to need each of you to make a spot hidden, please. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I need a 70, I got a 29. That's a hard success. I needed a 60, I rolled a 99. That's a failure. That's only a failure? How? It's physically impossible for you to fumble on spot hidden, huh? I guess if you had a hundred, you probably would. So, Roy, you're staring at this strange reflection, and you happen to see that there is a small sign above the doorway. Of course, you're seeing it in reverse, but you can kind of make it out, and it does seem to be in Portuguese. (laughs) It says Caldera Preta, and it means black boiler. It's my favorite drink. So that's that's what you see, guys. That's what I see. He doesn't see that. I'm too busy looking at the vial and then looking at the symbols and then looking at the vial and then looking at the symbols. I'll look away from the mirror and look at Rocky just to make sure that what I'm seeing is what is 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 not the reality. No, it appears to be Rocky standing next to you. But 
Maybe... Why don't you give me a spot hidden? I needed a 70. I got a 4. That's an extreme. You see that Rocky, the side of his face, is slightly sagging. He had a stroke. It's almost as if his skin is loose. It's almost as if he's wearing some sort of mask. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'll reach out and pull on the skin. And it tears off and underneath is black goo. I'll pull out the shotgun and shoot. And you blow your brother's head off. The skin and bone just splatter all over the hospital room. The body falls to the floor and immediately dissolves into black bubbling goo. And you see his hand release the vial. It rolls onto the floor. I'll pick it up. So, Rocky, Roy is looking at you very strangely, and he makes an attempt to go for the vial in your hand. You're standing straight up in the hospital. He was looking up at the uh, reflection of the sign above the door in the hospital room, and then he just turned around and started trying to reach for the vial in your hand. Why don't you give me a spot hidden? With the way that's been going tonight, I needed a 60 and I rolled a 68. It's a failure. (laughs) Maybe he's lost his friggin' mind? I'm going to do the big brother, little brother thing and just kind of put my hand on his head and push him away. I'll kick him in the nuts. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. Take a swing with your foot. I needed a 36. I got a 35. Rocky, how do you want to answer that? I needed a 36. I got a 55. So, boom. God he, damn. He nails you square in the nuts. Square in the nuts. I got Wheaton cursed. And, of course, you drop the vial. Even in your dream, I win. It certainly doesn't feel like a dream, Rocky. It's pretty painful the hell is wrong with you? You know I don't like that hand-on-head thing. <laughs> Bit of an overreaction, don't you think? Nah, it's been a long time coming, my man. I'll pick up the vial that he dropped. And as he goes to grab it, I'm going to pull on his ankle and try and yank his leg out from underneath him. All right, go ahead. I needed a 25, I rolled a 59. It's a failure. So, yeah, he tried to do the old, old uh, grab-the-ankle trick, and of course you sidestepped it, no problem. After this game, I'm... Hanging up my dice and resigning forever. I quit. So, Roy, you now have this vial in your hand, and you see that it's got these strange symbols, and they begin to glow, matching the same color and intensity as the sigils around the mirror. And you can feel this magnetic hum coming from both your hand and from that mirror. If I, like, step toward the mirror, does it get stronger? It does. I keep stepping toward the mirror slowly methodically one step at a time about 10 feet away it appears to have peaked at a very high resonance it just feels like there's a ringing in your ears and it just feels like your fist is full of power and you can see that there's a bit of like a warp and wobble to the mirror now he's got the power glove for the super nintendo i'll see if there's some way can absorb the power i'll open the vial as soon as you do it begins filling with a dark liquid drink it Drink it. Drink it. A bubbling, gooey mass of liquid that looks very familiar. As soon as I notice, I'll attempt to cap it. Okay, you do, and it's about halfway full. It's got about an ounce of this black goo in there just sort of bubbling away. And I'll sort of snap out of the trance I was in. Rocky. (laughs) What? Get over it, baby. You seem to know what happened to detox, don't you? I might. I think I got some of it. You think you got some of what happened to detox? Hold your hand out. You're not going to try and hit me again, are you? No. 
Gonna hold my hand out. I'll throw the vial into his hand. Closed and softly so he catches it like not an idiot. Now that I have it, I'll take a look at it. Drink it. Drink it. I'll take a look at it and see if I can't figure out what the hell he's talking about. And inside, there's about an ounce of this black bubbling gooey mass that does look very much like the substance found in Bloodsworth Island. Well, it does seem to resemble whatever was living on that island. And while it's an interesting find, it doesn't exactly help us get off this ship unless you know what to do with this. If I'm remembering things right, he said something about an artifact slipping into the speculum, and he said he could see a reflection even though it's no longer in the room. So I'm going to look over to the the mirror on that wall and see if I can see anything in the room on that side that's clearly not on this side. Uh, Go ahead and give me a spot hidden. (laughs) That's a joke, right? I needed a 60. I rolled a 92. How are you so bad at spot hidden? I don't know. I don't fucking know what's wrong with me right now. No, there doesn't appear to be anything that you can tell. I thought he said he dropped something through that weird surface, but I don't see anything there. However, you do still see the symbols glowing sort of begin pulsing. Well, clearly this has something to do with everything. Damned if I know what. So, you making heads or tails of this, Roy? I don't really understand any of this. I mean, you seem to know what was up with that goo when you came and found us with Detox. So, if if you got any information, spill it. And you begin to hear an approaching groan. Oh, lovely. Our friends are back. This is just not a good day. So I'll hide at the side of the door, and you lead them in. Or we have other options at this point. How drastic do you feel like being today, Roy? I mean, as drastic as ever. Great. I'm going to grab him and push him at the mirror. That sounds like a roll to me. I don't think there's a roll for pushing, unfortunately. I think that's just a grapple, right? So I'd say you'd probably get surprise attack. (laughs) Go ahead and give me a spot hidden, Roy. I... I failed. Oh, thank God. Needed a 70, rolled a 98. So, yeah, you grasp him and thrust him at the mirror. Whoa. Touch this and tell me what happens. He disappears into the mirror. And then Declan steps out of the mirror into the surgery room. He stumbles as if he had been pushed from the other side. And Rocky, you see Declan? Declan, you see Jack? Well... That was quite unexpected indeed. I don't know how to do a Scottish accent. Can someone get me a McRib? Tune in next time as we play another reel of the Lovecraft tapes. I ran out of options because I suck at everything. Literally. I sucked on one roll and I'm going to get blamed for the whole episode. We're going to get killed by zombies. Not Zamboni, though. I've been told that's something else. No, the band, the zombies are going to come kill us. I don't know, man. I sucked so much on that. I, 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 I just don't know. I never have any good theories. If we would have figured out what the book was saying, then we might have had some sort of idea as to what... Matt wouldn't push the role. Maybe we're still in whatever weird mirror universe that he was talking about in the journal about some other place. It's Bizarro World. Yes. So we're in Bizarro World. Now I'm really sad I didn't go with you, because I'm, I'm, now I'm curious to see what happens if, if I touch the mirror. You die. I live, but you die. Because Jack is currently in Dan's body, so 
if I touch that and go through, does that mean he just gets whooped out of where he is and out the other side? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, right? We'll never know. All right, now it's time for hashtag recommendos. Please roll D100. I rolled an 11. Jesus. Gabe, start us off. Now I roll something really fucking low. Thanks a lot. Jeremy rolled a one, Matt. All right, I'm... I'm caught off guard. I'm going to recommend the band The Zombies. Um, (laughs) So I've talked before about NXT, the wrestling show NXT. I've recommended one of their shows before. And if you're in the Discord, you always hear about my adventures with it and just watching it and going to event and what have. But they have an offshoot that really came into its own. It's NXT UK. It's been around for a little bit, but I feel like it's kind of just been middling. Their opening show, their UK tournament, was one of the best tournaments that, res- that I've ever seen in wrestling, period. But since then, it's all kind of just existed and hasn't done match until this previous weekend where they put on the best show of the year so far, easily, which was headlined by the best match of the year so far, easily. So I'm going to officially recommend NXT UK and specifically the NXT UK Cardiff takeover show. It's really good if you like the British style of wrestling, which is, you know, very technical, grapple, strong style, that kind of mixture. A little bit of quaint British humor, which can kind of rub on you after a while, but they don't go overboard with it. It's really just an interesting thing because you get to see WWE attempting to develop talent from other places in the world, and this is a place where they're able to thrive, and also the UK crowds are just great because they have these insane chants where they'll like sing whole songs about wrestlers, and it's kind of, it's really funny to hear. The NXT UK, that's something that it took me a while to get into, but now that I'm into it, I recognize that it is very good. Alright, cool. And Matthew? Today, I'm going to take a break on the wallet and say I have a free-to-play game for everyone to try. Uh, It's a game called Dota Underlords, and it is Valve's take on what has recently come to be known as the auto chess or auto, auto battler genre. It's, in essence, it's part chess, so it runs in rounds. Basically, you at the start of a round, you get money, and you get to buy, basically, you get to buy pieces from a store, You then put those pieces on your board, and at the end of a countdown that everyone runs on, you then your pieces then fight against the the setup of another person, and it's just this repeated cycle of you win or you lose, and you get some more money, and then you get to buy more stuff. And it it sounds kind of weird, and like I said, it's it's hard to explain, but it is one of those games that isn't as difficult as I'm making it sound to understand. It's easy to pick up, but there's a a whole lot of depth and there's a lot to master. And it is super addictive. If you're, if you're into strategy games, again, it's free on PC. It's free on iOS or Android. So you can play it on the go. It is totally worth looking into. There are a lot of really great tutorials out there. If you want to kind of read up on it or watch someone else's videos to kind of get a a grasp on the basics. And I highly recommend that you, you do, you know, give something a look or read up a bit before you try, but you know, don't be afraid to jump in as intimidating as it can be because it is a really, really good time. Very cool. I will definitely check that out. Thank you. Uh, my recommendo tonight is Belzebuth 2017 movie horror flick directed by Emilio Portes, starring Joaquin Cosio, Tate Ellington, and Tobin Bell. Do you guys know who Tobin Bell is? He's the bad guy in Saw. Essentially, a nurse shows up for her shift in the infant ward at a Mexican hospital and proceeds to dispatch newborns with a scalpel. One of the parents of these 
deceased newborns is a policeman. Now jump to five years later, and this cop's life is, of course, in shambles. But a school shooting somehow echoes the murder spree that occurred five years ago at the hospital. And then begins a series of people going nuts and killing a bunch of kids in different situations. There's like uh, a lady who electrocutes a bunch of kids at a community pool. A suicide bomber in a movie theater. And I I was really impressed that um, this movie did try to bring in some topical things and give it a supernatural spin. Uh, So the story follows a fallen priest who is tattooed with satanic symbols, and he's the main suspect. So the cop gives chase with the aid of an American paranormal investigator who works for the Vatican. And that's another thing I really dug was it it almost turned into sort of a supernatural action movie. I sort of like that spin on this movie where they they basically got the, the cop who doesn't believe in anything, and then the American paranormal investigator who has evidence of everything. Even though it sort of has a bunch of cliche beats, because this is a possession movie it's surprisingly fresh and competent with what i appreciated most was unflinching violence particularly towards kids and some disturbing imagery uh there's a clever twist at the end that i thought was kind of good it does tend to be a little too complex for its own good and some of the uh, special effects are way too digital the blood spurts are just a little too digital for me but overall it is a fun watch and you can find that it's belzebuth on shutter it just came out uh, I think about a week ago, they've been doing a, a really good bang-up job in uh, releasing new content. This one I had never heard of, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was kind of fun. Well, guys, that's it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server, where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. Uh, and if anybody knows of any, you know, exorcist or seance or ritual or purification spell I can use to get rid of this Will Wheaton curse, uh, you know, you can you can hit me up on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid because I really need to start rolling better, or I'm pretty sure we're all gonna die. And if your name starts with an R and you want to be adopted, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. Until next time, roll for. Speculum. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2019. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Now you got to be home by eight, and oh, nobody so can have stupid. any fun. No, it's ridiculous. And you got to watch out because all the crazies are putting LSD coated razor blades in the candy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good so, time. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> LSD razor blades. All the kids are doing it, and we could trick or treat until midnight. <laughs> Hashtag helicopter parents. Pretty sure I still truck or tre- I truck or tret till midnight. <laughs> you truck- well, how do you quick? How do you truck or tret, Gabe? <laughs> it's the past tense of trick-or-treat guy. And it involves trucks. I know I did trunk-or-treats at the church, so... Oh, God. <laughs> the way Jesus wanted it. Yeah. But that was, like, the day before Halloween, so it was just, you know, double candy. Face-to-face and leave some space for Jesus. Wank. Wank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gabe. Oh, yeah, it's us.
Yeah. Oh, hey. So, so you think that, you know, uh, uh, is it just me or has Halloween gotten a little stale over these past two years? Yeah, I mean, I can't even put LSD-colored razor blades and things anymore. Ah, see, that's what you think. See, I got, I got some people, I know some people, and I'm giving you and all of our listeners the super secret, the super double secret, the super triple secret heads up here. We found a new way to hide LSD-covered razor blades inside kids' candy. That's exactly the problem that I just described. I know. It's, it's weird how that works, right? Yes, it is weird how that works. So in- instead of putting one big razor blade in a small piece of candy, we've decided to put lots of small razor blades in one big piece of candy, huh? But how am I going to actually be allowed to do the manual work of putting it in by myself if it's pre-put in? That's that's where that's where the genius comes in. We have the candy pre-assembled, or if you're an enterprising do-it-yourselfer such as yourself, you can uh, you can just buy the uh, the miniature LSD razor blades in bulk from Costco and you know put it in your own candy. I can't believe Costco would sponsor such a great product. Yeah, oh just just wait. We're we're in talks with Walmart for heroin covered razor blades next. That is a that's something that Walmart would sell. Look on their website, I bet they already sell it. But you're not allowed to carry guns in the store anymore, so what you going to do? What if I want to put a whole knife in there? Do you sell anything like that? You know, you know, uh, not yet, but you know what? I will get the boys an R&D on that right away just for you, because that's how much we care. We care about all of your customer right here. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know, LSD-coated razor blades come into a, a local store near you if you, if you, you know, spice up your Halloween and, you know, share the joy with the kids in your neighborhood. Oops. Sorry. I really ah! <laughs> what did I that's do? That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, I, re- I resized you slightly for whatever reason. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spaghetti Man. Uh. Gotta get you back inside. Oh here. God! Now he's tilted on a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> what is this madness? I just look up and I see Roy stretching and floating in all directions. They're not quite this big. They're giant zombies. Do not be alarmed. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. So is more good or is more bad? More bad. So I shouldn't have rolled a D one hundred to cheat. <laughs> and 96 zombies show up Fuck. And zombies Why do the zombies have capes? Gabe, they're super zombies I've joined their team <laughs> Roy's just like, if I pretend I'm a zombie They won't know there's any difference uh, That's how you normally sound anyway So, you know, no change Brains 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 Whoa, that is a really fucking big lock We locked the whole ship up Way to go us, those zombies aren't getting anywhere I just want to stop and just say I burped into my own eye right there (laughs) Wow, that takes extreme talent That's good, you gotta really cup your hands a certain way Cut down on the garlic, buddy My god For the talent portion of the show tonight, Gabe will burp into his own eye (laughs) That hurt (laughs) (laughs) Alright, continue